avoid common injuries in your everyday life? What are the best first aid techniques? How do you keep your home, workplace, and family safe? Welcome to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. Today, he'll discuss best practices to help you steer clear of hazards, prevent injuries, and accidents. Now, here is Todd Murray. Welcome, Safety is Your First Choice. You're with your host here, Todd Murray. Welcome. Hopefully uh, everyone had a nice, safe week and uh, getting ready for some holiday seasons. We're approaching Halloween now. Yeah, yeah, Halloween. It's that time of year. <laughs> the uh, You know, as I've mentioned before, I've got three kids and all three of them are extremely excited about Halloween, so... They've been, uh, for the last couple of weeks, been jumping on me and saying, Dad, hey, let's go get this Halloween present, or the Halloween costumes and candy and pumpkins and carve all this stuff, right? Well, I'm looking at them like, I can't believe it's already Halloween, right? It's, this, this year's been going, it's gone pretty fast. We got through, we're already 10 months in. Jeez, uh, <laughs> going through the stores, looking at all the uh, Christmas decorations and Christmas things that are already... Uh, out can't believe that uh, we're at this point already so so with that said i started thinking about multiple times that i've taken the kids out for for halloween and what i've done to prepare myself to be to be safe to get them out there to be safe so i, I think today's show uh, let's talk about a little bit of halloween safety we have a i have a guest that's going to come in and, and talk to us i'll tell you a little bit more about him a little later but uh, the stories I'm thinking about, I, I remember one, uh, one Halloween, we, uh, you know, we get the kids, they get all excited, so we, we go and we pick out our costumes, you know, it's kind of a, a family thing, we all go together and we go to one of these pop-up Halloween costume places and you go in there and you, if you don't go uh, soon enough, you get all, all, the, all the cool costumes are all picked over and <laughs> my kids grow quick so i need to get in there and find something that actually fits them you know that they can actually wear to be comfortable but also you know they enjoy what that costume is but they also need to be safe i've always you know the the, co- the basic rules or safety things that you try to look for for halloween make sure they can see you know outside the costume or a mask if you're going to wear one i think they also say sometimes just to to use face paint and don't use a mask because it the masks block their block their vision you know those kind of things so you know you got all that running through your your head and the back of your mind and so we 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 look for those kind of things, and then we we get the 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 costume. We're walking out, and I'm taking a look at it. I'm like, okay, this uh, this skeleton costume. It's all black on one side, and then you get the white bones or whatever in the front. And then I think, is that going to be reflective enough? <laughs> is that going to be something that uh, you know my kids are going to be able to get be seen at night when they're they're out going through the neighborhoods, you know. So those are, you know, I, in the back of your mind, you're thinking about these things. You don't always take advantage of it or actually utilize the information you're thinking. But, uh, you know, and that's where it got me to, to thinking about uh, safety is your first choice. You know, what kind of safety things can I look for when we're making these different choices 
on what kind of costumes and things to wear. The other aspect of that is uh, looking at you know what uh, what kind of candy we're giving out. You know we do those searches and Google searches on trying to figure out uh, what we should hand out. You know kids with all these allergies and things now. There, you could cause a major problem if uh, you give out the wrong candy to the to a kid, and they and they open it up and eat it right there in front of you. You know, that's uh, that's something you know you don't want to be responsible for. Okay, you know you know you don't want that on your conscience. And uh, so a, a lot of these things um, are are issues and concerns that you have. And, you know, I, I just, I did, a, as, as you guys know, I do research on these different topics and then come back to you and give you some information on it. And in that process, I didn't realize that children are two times more likely to be killed in a traffic accident on Halloween. You know, I drive through the neighborhoods on Halloween and I religiously drive extremely slow through the neighborhoods because you never know when a kid will jump out and, and run out in front of you, right? They're, they're, they're just have that uh, tunnel vision. They're looking at what's next house that's got the largest candy bar, right? And they just, no matter where it is, one side of the street or the other, they're just looking for that. So they, so they'll jut across the street and try to get to that house thinking, well, they're going to run out or something, right? So yeah, uh, two times more likely to be killed in a traffic accident on Halloween. 63% of children don't carry a flashlight while they try trick or treat while they're out trick or treating. 63% at night you can't see carry a flashlight, right? I I I carry a couple with myself and you know I I stick with my children so I let them uh, I shine it for them. But everybody should have a flashlight. Now, you know, that whole visibility thing. And, you know, just, well, when I'm walking through the, the streets with my kids, I've, uh, I've actually used my flashlight to help notify oncoming cars. You know, they'll come up the street and they might be driving a little too fast. You come to find out it's a teenager or something of that nature. But I'll flash the flashlight at the, the windshield a little bit. Not enough to distract them or cause a, a problem, but just to alert them that there's, there's people there. You know, so carrying a carrying a flashlight, 63 percent of kids don't carry flashlights when they go out. Forty one million children will trick or treat this year in the U.S. <laughs> Forty one million, you know, 41 million. Children. That doesn't count uh, us adults that think we're still children. So so if we'll have 41 million with that many extra people out running around the streets and, and dark, uh, dark areas. Yeah, you. Uh, you can understand why that uh, two times more likely for uh, kids to be uh, hit or killed in traffic accidents. This is something that kind of uh, surprised me. 70% of parents don't accompany their children when they trick or treat. 70%. 70% of parents don't accompany their children when they trick or treat. So uh, now I don't know what ages we're talking about there. So uh, hopefully when you say something like that, it's going to be you know, we're talking about some teenagers or some older kids, right? One in 13 children have a food allergy. So I mentioned that before, you know, when you're choosing what kind of food or what kind of uh, candy to hand out, food allergies are an important one. So if you're accepting food from uh, accepting candy from someone, you really need to pay attention to that. Now I've had uh, a few friends whose, whose children have food allergies and they're extremely diligent 
on paying attention to to those candies and what type of candies they they have a list they already know what candies they can get and what candy they can't get so if uh, if your kid has a food allergy i'm sure you're on top of that Uh, otherwise if you're handing out candy you know maybe it's something you keep in mind in the back of your mind when you're deciding what candy to hand out that's that whole thing safety is your first choice so first think about safety then choose the different things after that right 3,800 Halloween-related injuries each year. That's a lot. So if we can get that number down, that'd be great. 82% of parents don't use reflective tape or other visibility aids on their children's costumes. So I already talked about it, using some kind of a skeleton or something of that nature to uh, that has dark colors and stuff. Well, if, you're, if, if your kid's adamant about having something like that, well, that's uh, you may want to think about uh, adding... Uh, some reflective tape. I know that they have these little LEDs. Okay, you can put them on, uh, build a, like a necklace with it. You could do something like a bracelet. You could do something just to bring a little bit more visibility. You can get all fancy with it as well to help it tie right into the costume. But whatever it is you do, you need to utilize. You need to utilize some type of reflective or some type of uh, a light source to be able to uh, make sure your kids are visible. Right. 13 million worth of property damage caused by fires each Halloween. 13 million dollars worth of property damage. Now that's something that it just kind of threw me off. I, I wasn't expecting to see this as one of the top uh, Halloween safety concerns. Uh, I, I guess the, due to candles and leaving those unattended. You know, when it's any other year, any other time of the year. <laughs> No one leaves a candle unattended. But then when it gets to Halloween, you think, oh, well, it's Halloween. You need it for your the jack-o'-lantern and that kind of deal, right? So <laughs> you need to choose the proper lighting source for a pumpkin or whatever it is you're trying to illuminate and uh, make sure that you're paying attention. Make sure that you're keeping an eye on those uh, pumpkins. You know, those are just some, some quick little features. That, uh, that I came up with or on the research that I found on some Halloween-related topics, right? What I'd like to do, let's go ahead and take a break. But when we return from the break, I have uh, Chip Sykes, okay? Let me tell you a little bit about Chip. Chip Sykes was a police officer. He's retired now, uh, a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. was a collective service. It was 28 years, okay? patrol officer worked in a variety of different divisions i'll let him uh, go into more detail i know that he did crisis and intervention and some positive uh resolution training and i know he's he does uh ccw training gun safety family gun safety protection a variety of things that he does why don't we why don't we go ahead and take a break and uh, when we get back i'll introduce uh, introduce you guys to chip sykes and uh, I'm sure he's got some great inside information on what we can take a look at or think about when dealing with Halloween and taking our kids out. You're listening to Safety is Your First Choice. We can be contacted or we can be reached at Safety is Your First Choice at gmail.com. You can always call into the Variety Network here, Variety Channel on the uh, Voice America Network. And also, send in any questions, concerns. Okay, we'll answer those questions at the end of the show. Again, Todd Murray with Safety is Your First Choice. Stay tuned. We'll be back with Chip Sykes. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy in the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-294. 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. Make sure you're uh, sending us your questions. Any questions, concerns, comments about the show, we'd be more than happy to uh, listen to them and get you the answers, how you can be safe and make safety your first choice. So today we're talking about, since we have Halloween coming up tomorrow, we're talking about some Halloween safety and things of that nature. One of the things that I do want to make sure we uh, know a little bit about, I saw uh, over the news, uh, they talked about blue pumpkins. Okay, blue pumpkins, uh, what that signifies or identifies is that uh, the person carrying that blue pumpkin has autism. Okay, there's a variety of different autistic traits uh, with autism. So just be a little bit mindful of uh, anyone carrying a blue blue pumpkin. They're just letting you know that they they may have some traits one way or another. Okay, so we just want to make sure that we're aware and so that everybody has a good, enjoyable, safe, Halloween night. So uh, if you can, just take a little uh, 
extra caution or care around anybody with blue pumpkin. So with that said, as I mentioned before the break, we were going to come back with uh, Chip Sykes. I have him on the uh, on the radio with us today. Chip, welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Jeez, welcome to Safety is Your First Choice. Now, I do have to say we've known each other for, for several years now. Uh, I think we... Um, Worked together in previous uh, positions. You're now retired. I am. And 28 years of service, collectively. Okay, very nice. Well, good. What are, so, I, I know a little bit more about you. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about you? I, I know you've you had your hands in a bunch of different things. <laughs> Todd, now I want to tell you, thanks for having me here on uh, Safety is Your First Choice, Voice American uh, on the Variety Channel. Um, I'm excited to be here and uh, looking forward to sharing information today. And uh, if we get to come back and talk another day, um, looking forward to those opportunities also. Uh, today, I want to talk a little bit about uh, safety in a little bit different angle other than um, how to dress your kids, be sure right. and check their candy. Uh, there's a little bit more going on uh, with choices of, of others. Uh, what can be a little bit of liability on our side at home? How do we oh, protect wow. ourselves from other people's choices? Well, right. Bad. Well, right. Yeah, you, you know, because of uh, some of the things that you've that you've done. I know that you were in the housing public public housing division at some point. I so, was. So, and then, I don't know, what uh, what other kind of things that you're... Uh, I started I my career quite some time ago, yeah. uh, 28 years ago, in <laughs> right. fact, uh, if not a little bit longer, started off as a United States Marine. Right. Uh, okay. So, uh, all the other Marines out there, things super fine. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, nice. I spent 28 years or so, uh, not only in, um, uh, in law enforcement, but uh, that Marine Corps background. Um, yeah. So, what, what kind of things, you know, I, I know with uh, public housing, and planning and different things like that you know you're you're looked at as an expert I would say I I don't know much it's about hard to say that about yourself uh, <laughs> right uh, well, just like every typical police officer I started off in patrol made okay. my way into a training unit shortly after that found a specialty or three or four or five after right, that right um, there's several different sections of the SWAT team uh, there's okay. operators there's hostage negotiators there's intel gatherers I had the luxury to spend 12 years as a hostage negotiator right here in the oh, valley oh, wow. trained by the FBI oh, so wow. okay. uh, it's not quite like what you'd see on the television but it definitely have your strict attention. Ah, you know, and like I said, I've known you for years. I didn't even, I didn't realize you were a hostage negotiator. No wonder you talked me out of so many different things. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you had mentioned a little bit earlier there about um, liability and, you know, we were before the, during the break we were talking and as a homeowner and I hand out candy, I, you know, I think about my kids and going trick or treating. Um, I really never thought as a homeowner, didn't think anything about liability. What, I mean, what kind of aspect, what do I need to think about or liability or, or explain it to me, I guess. A lot of things caught me off guard, especially with the uh, statistics that you were giving out. 70% of parents don't accompany their children. Um, hundreds of thousands of dollars of all types of damage to include fire and that type of stuff. So with that in mind, Considering we cannot control the choices of others, what can we do to protect ourselves? And there's two areas of that. There's liability and also known as strict liability. Liability itself is that you know for sure whatever it is that you're doing is going to have some type of liability that goes along with it. Strict liability is what gets into our pocketbook. And once something gets into your pocketbook, you'll find that it has your strict attention, right? Oh, yeah. So oh, with yeah. that being said, strict liability, a little legal term called uh, mentoria, which means should have known. Okay. That means you should have known better. 
So simple things. Let's start off with the simplest things. If you're going to have trick-or-treaters make their way from the street to your front door, what path are they taking? Oh, yeah. I guess I do have a couple of cars that, you know, mine and my wife's and they can in the driveway um, that they would have to walk around or, you know, we have our... We have our garage lights. Sure. But I guess, and now that I'm thinking about it, you know, it's kind of dark between the cars and then, uh, you know. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So. Let's get ourselves into the mind of that, uh, that young mind, if you will, that juvenile mind. What's on, uh, what's, what's, what's the biggest thing that they're thinking about is getting from point A to point B (laughs) as quickly as they can. (laughs) And uh, considering that we've got our vehicles parked in the driveway, um, it kind of, uh, it irks me a little bit that I come out the morning after Halloween and I've got scratches on my vehicle yeah oh yeah oh yeah man (laughs) how do you avoid simple things like that move that thing out of the parking lot park again to the street if your association lets you um, or whatever your city rules are for wherever it is that you live and uh, move that thing out of that direct path let those young uh, those young bodies have that action or that area to where they can make their way up the driveway and down the the, uh, walk path to the front door uh, without it being obstructed one way or the other. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I guess I can also add some additional lighting or something if I can uh, just for the path because our, our our sidewalk or walking up to the front door is uh, isn't it as lit as I'd like it to be? I understand. I like it to be. So yeah, okay. So uh, so, so that falls under the liability things then. For right? sure. Okay. Uh, some of the simplest questions are uh, for all the lights that you do have. All right. Do they work? Oh. All right now, see, you must have been talking to the wife. No, so I'll be sure to get those fixed and those little bulbs changed. All right. So when we're talking about that home decorating, um, moving the vehicles is one thing. Clear path, move from the front door uh, decor. Um, what are some of the other tips about uh, clearing? I guess I'd need to clear pathways or. For sure, the simplest things like children's toys, bicycle scooters, sometimes even litter, trash debris, people will have those things uh, right at the front door, uh, making their way up. Many people tend to forget about that doormat. That's been there for quite some oh, time. Yeah. That thing dries out here in the Arizona uh, heat. Uh, you get a slip and fall with a, with a kid there and that parent's not there. You're going to find that when you do meet that parent, they're going to be on a different frame of mind than what you originally wished that you could have met them in. Right, right. Well, that brings into account. I know when I was, uh, I grew up in Minnesota, so uh, we were out, I know one year, it started snowing early and we had... I think I had a, a snow jacket on and, and snow pants with my costume over top and, and boots. Oh, yeah. So it was all slippery and everything as well. So I guess that if, you're, if you're somewhere where you'll get a change of weather around this time, making sure we have what the ice or the salt down, clearing a path and making sure that it's safe for doing that as well. Yeah, that they have good footing on their way up. Now, there's, I mean, my house, the front door is right in the front. Right. I, I know in some of the neighborhoods around, the door is located maybe on the side of the house. Is there anything? Does that, that make a difference then? Or is that? It would with me. Okay. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a parent of three. Okay. And I'm telling you what, uh, I accompanied my children when we went, but that doesn't appear to be the standard. It shows that 70% of the parents out there aren't accompanying. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, if the kids are going from place to place, you know they're pretty excited about getting to that front door. In groups of three to ten, if nothing more, they all want to be first. Um, so if they get outside of that view, if that uh, front door is actually on the side of the house, mm-hmm. um, how well 
can that adult that's accompanying them see where that child goes? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know. If, <laughs> how, do we, how much do we truly know about our neighbors these yeah, days? Yeah, well, you know, I, I see groups of people going out with their kids, you know, and they're talking and everything else, and kid runs up and and then they turn and start talking and they're not paying attention to where that kid actually ran up to to go to the house exactly how it goes all right yeah so that's uh, so one us parents being a little bit more alert and more diligent but uh, pre-planning, thinking about that ahead Absolutely. of time. And there's two sides of the coin on that. There's going to be the, the parent that's with the kid, and then what about if that is your house? You get the uh, doorbell ring, you look outside, and you see no yeah. one. Right. Right. Um, what are you doing? Do you have that solid door oh. closed? Is there just the uh, uh, locking screen door? Right. How do, you, how do you want to work best? Uh, how do you want the your Halloween to go best for your home? Yeah, Love you it. know that's why because a lot of the times you know when we do, I work in uh, hazardous materials and I, I I put out incident action plans. Sure, these fancy words and stuff, right? Well. It's almost you need one for your home as well. You need to think through these paths, these situations ahead of time sure. so that you're what proactive instead of reactive in this situation. Absolutely. Um, you know, you come to the door and you hear somebody ring the doorbell and you look and you don't see anyone. Is it still safe to open the door? Is somebody trying to set you up? I Especially guess I, on Halloween evening. Yeah, well, everybody has a mask too. Yeah, right? for sure. So, for sure. no one knows if, if somebody's coming to your house with a mask. How do you know that they all they want is just candy? It's the only time in your life that you open up the door with someone with a mask on, and you're happy to see them. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, nowadays, back when I was growing up, we didn't have these inflatable. Yeah, sure. What kind of concerns might that bring? All right, uh, some of those things are, uh, are are pretty good size, and uh, they um, they inflate to the point to where it's hard to see all the way to the front door. They cover up the vast majority of the of the entryway to the house. Okay. Um, move those things back just a little bit because, like I said earlier, you got three to ten uh, young minds wanting to run up as fast as they can. Tripping over those things is one thing, but what are we doing with the electrical cords? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where do uh, those things plug in? And those outlets aren't easy to locate sometimes. <laughs> and so. then we've got extension cords right. and those types of things. Uh, right. we, do we have those things back out of the way? Um, Are some of our inflatables moving inflatables? They have moving parts and pieces. Right. Um, Okay. Yeah. The you know when we do, um, I do um, talk about safety in the house with children and little ones, and I suggest always get down to their level, see what it looks like from their level going through. So I guess you could do the same thing with uh, with this. You know, you you look at it during the day and you're like, okay, everything looks great. But then what about maybe going out at night and taking a look, you know, tonight, go out and take a look at uh, what your decorations and things look like. Make sure that they do look safe and that the cords are visible or they're put in such such a way that can be safe. For sure. You got to remember how many of our trick-or-treaters dress up. They have uh, swords and sticks and all types of accoutrements that go along with that uh, that costume. Um, They end up catching your... you're inflatable and they either trip and fall or they damage your property. Everybody's going to have an emotion about a trip and fall at someone else's house or your property being damaged by a guest. 
All right. Well, that, yeah, I totally agree with you. You know what? Why don't we take a break? I've got a couple more questions. I want to talk to you maybe about some jack-o'-lanterns and those guys when, since we're talking about fires and everything else, right? So why don't we take a quick break? We'll come back and get some more detailed, good information about uh, Halloween safety. You're listening to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray, and we have Chip Sykes on here. And we will be back right after the uh, commercial break. Talk to you then. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy and the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray, and our uh, guest, Chip Sykes. We're talking about uh, Halloween safety. With Halloween being uh, tomorrow, we want to make sure that everyone is making safety their first choice when they hand out candy or allow their little ones, or maybe not so little ones, out to, to go trick-or-treating. Remember, you can send questions 
to safety is your first choice at gmail.com you can also call those in we also have our facebook page safety is your first choice on facebook so uh send out all your questions we'd be happy to answer them and look forward to seeing them so chip thanks for coming back on the break after the break here you know the uh i mentioned at the beginning of the show at the top of the show about 13 million dollars worth of uh damage done to homes uh, due to fire and other vandalism or whatever and that sort so what kind of things do we need to consider or think about when uh when dealing with with uh jack-o'-lanterns or other it's pretty typical for almost every family uh, uh, within the continental U.S. that decorates their home. They most of the time want a pumpkin, jack-o'-lantern, or some type of other illuminated decor out on the front of the house that is um, illuminated with, you know, well, back in our day, it was uh, candles. Yeah. You use yeah. candles. Um, however, there's another of other um, opportunities or uh, choices, if you will, uh, to be mindful of where you place those things uh, so they don't get bumped and knocked over. A uh, point that you made earlier about being able to envision the path that that little person will take on their way up, that young mind, they're interested in getting straight to that door as quickly as they can, um, bumping into each other and that type of thing. So to ensure those things aren't, if they are knocked over, you don't have a open flame. Okay. Yeah. You know, the, the um, last year, I, my wife bought these LED little LED lights. Excellent choice. Yeah, and then you could stick those in there, and they were fairly inexpensive, uh, and they were pretty bright. Yeah, they're pretty cost-effective. They come in packs 6, 8, 10, 12, okay. yeah. 24, depending on how you want to set up your house. Right, okay. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. If we can bring that, I mean, I, I would hate to go trick-or-treating and, and come back and my house is uh, see some of my coworkers uh, out there putting putting out my house. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's That would not make for a good Halloween evening. So, yeah, that's, that's something I, you know, I won't do a candle most of the time, won't leave it unattended, but I must say over the years i have probably have left uh, a jack-o'-lantern unattended with a with a flame inside of it yeah so. i don't think you're the only one that's going through that one i'll <laughs> right. run the boat with you on that one <laughs> right all right so the um we don't always have little ones out there trick-or-treating anyway so when somebody comes up and i think you alluded to it before you talked about the solid door and what are you going to do when you open it that kind of thing sure um what do you do? What's the, how do we think about that? You know, trick it, you know, hey, it's Halloween. Yeah, the you're quick to rings. open that yeah, door. Open, ring the doorbell. I've seen a lot of people just leave their door open. I've well. seen some of that too. Um, uh, without that, if you have a security screen door, uh, leave that thing locked. Um, also, if you have a solid core door, I would leave those things locked. You're not exactly sure. The criminal element out there is, uh, is a tricky mind. Right. It will take right. advantage of you the instant it thinks that you are slipping. Oh, that's for sure. What did uh, I, my father told me back in the day? Um, locks are to keep honest people honest. Yeah. You know, so I've heard that. yeah. So, I've but uh, yeah. So, you know, if they're a criminal, they'll try to. They're going to try to do something. Don't let's not make that easy for them. Sure, sure. Uh, when you get your tre- trick or treaters at the door, who are they? Okay. Can you see them? Uh, and then sometimes, uh, you know, can they see you? Um, those solid core doors in um, comparison or versus those security screen doors, I would encourage you to keep both of those locked. Um, don't ever let trick-or-treaters come inside. Um, don't invite them inside. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people want to, especially when you got those little ones just cute as a button. Right, Man, right. it is hard not to, not to want to love on them. So. Well, that, that, I guess that goes both ways then. 
you know, if, uh, you know, you don't want your little one to go into somebody's house, but then the homeowner shouldn't be letting people in, you know, that happens. Tr- <laughs> yeah, trick-or-treaters into the house. So we both, you know, both ways need to think about that one. Okay. Um, now, you did mention earlier common sense for uh, treats. Uh, don't offer out uh, fruits or homemade treats. Don't accept those things as, as well. Um, just pass and say thanks or trick-or-treat and move on about your business. Okay. Um, now, what do you do if you have somebody come to the door and your sixth sense says, man, I don't know about opening the door on this one. Right. You well, got, it's all a choice. To what make. do you mean? Right. Hey, you got a fork in the road now. You got a choice to make. Yeah. Uh, the smartest thing that I've seen with that is I've seen some people put out grab bowls, a uh, bowl full of candy to where uh, uh, they can just grab the candy that they need and split. Now, right. you're going to have some take more than they should. Um, but if your sixth sense says, let's not open the door for this one, right. there is an option for them. Okay. Uh, to take what they need and go on about their business without okay. you being uh, considered uh, you know, not wanting to play along. Right. Yeah. You know, I've seen that more and more that uh, people set out a bowl, you know, and maybe every hour they'll come back and put more in it or something. Sure. So can spread it out a little bit. I saw it work best for a handful of neighbors um, of my own neighbors just down the street. All the adults gathered in the uh, driveway. Right. And uh, they're talking, enjoying themselves. They just mm-hmm. had a bowl out and said, grab what you want. Right. Grab what you want. Yeah. And uh, trick or treat, yeah. Okay. Send them on their way. You get to meet your neighbors that way, which is always a good thing, right? This always is and this thing. is to get together. I mean, Halloween us to understand the spirit of it. If we get together and that community uh, bonding, yeah. Let's say so. All right. So teenagers, right? yeah. <laughs> From time to time, you'll have uh, uh, you'll have you're like, man, are, how old are you? Twenty five. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, seen uh, the neighborhood we were in. We would always get the uh, high school kids, and yeah, I guess me. Being old, I suppose, what my kids want to tell me. They say that, uh, I guess, they talk on the phone, find out what neighborhood has got the best candy. Oh, yeah, communication. And then they, yeah, then they all drive over. <laughs> they all drive over, and then all you got all the teenagers running around trying to get candy. Well, sure. Um, you know what? The positive aspect on that is if they, uh, if they appear too old, praise them anyway. Right. Because they're at least making a decision to, uh, you know, Get out and enjoy the the festivities right. instead of making a poor decision, uh, drinking in a parking lot somewhere, right. doing yeah. things they shouldn't yeah. be doing. Um, if they're still doing that, man, that's better than a bad decision. Right. Um, that is true. That yeah. is true. They are making the best of it. and. At least, like you're saying, they're not, not gathering in the wrong places with <laughs> right. the wrong people doing the wrong things. They're uh, good. They're still enjoying yeah. that. Yeah, so. that makes sense. So, what are the? Let's see some of the general stuff. I know, uh, like I was saying, I had mentioned before, I try to drive extremely slow through the the neighborhoods to make sure that I'm not. Uh, getting any kind of accidents or hurt anybody what other kind of things that we should uh, kind of think about just a little bit of the the background i have for uh being familiar with the with what the national highway traffic safety administration shares with us is that uh trick-or-treaters are awfully and often in in flight between 4 p.m till 10 p.m at night and that's a long six hours sometimes uh you know the vast majority of us are are working we're on our way home we're gonna spend a little time with our family and i don't know of anyone that is not guilty of operating that phone and that car at the same time oh, yeah 
And we uh, we just passed a law here in Arizona that uh, limits your use with that, but that's not everywhere, and not everybody follows it. Not everybody complies right, with right. it. Uh, man, it's hard to undo one of those unfortunate circumstances right. when you could have just set that device down. Right. Now, we also have to take into consideration the path that our trick-or-treaters will take. The most direct route, many times, yeah. uh, they won't make it to the crosswalks. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Whether the crosswalk's marked or unmarked inside of a neighborhood, oh, probably one of the uh, most viable traffic laws is going to be your stop signs inside neighborhoods oh yeah yeah stop signs inside my kids they've tried to you know we have a strict rule you stay on one side of the street we only cross at the corners but you know if you see some dark lights no lights on and that has historically means that there's no candy or there's nobody home yeah but they're so, not playing that season. yeah they're not playing if they leave the lights off they're not playing so uh, they'll see the next couple of houses are dark but then the one right across the street has a light on so they want to jet right across the street without looking both ways so that's a yeah, I, I struggle with that one trying to make sure haven't we all as parents <laughs> haven't we all so for sure right. um you eliminating those distractions as we're driving, like we were talking earlier, we can only control our own choices. So uh, as far as vehicles, that's one thing. Foot, track, foot traffic can be something completely different. Okay. Okay. So the, um, not only utilizing flashlights, but a little bit of reflective gear. Um, and the reflective gear doesn't have to necessarily be uh, on the child. It can be on the uh, candy container that they're carrying. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So... Okay. Uh, how about on their shoes? Right. And I'll tell you what, if nothing else is moving fast, there's going to be those little feet. Right. So right. any type of movement is going to uh, draw that driver's attention. Okay. Uh, you can get them slowed down or stopped before there's an incident. That's always a win. Perfect. That is Perfect. always a win. Okay. Uh, being, like you were talking earlier, be mindful of uh, where those little bodies will be coming from. They don't always cross at the crosswalks. Uh, they'll zip between cars and uh, try to make that beeline to where they think that candy is for sure. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, let's see. So, uh, you know, one of the things that I found when I was doing some of the research for this, they talked about, and it's it's not always a pleasant thing, uh, discussion, but pedophiles. And, you know, I don't know what the lo laws are nationally. I know that there were 10 states that said pedophiles can't give out candy and things of that nature. Um, I saw stuff one way or the other saying that, you know, it's, the incidence of issues don't increase on Halloween and that kind of deal as well. Uh, what do you think? What's, what's your thought? Is There's a number of studies out there, and they will lean from one direction to the other. What I okay. do know is law. And okay. the law here in Arizona says that people with that type of status that happen to live in neighborhoods are not supposed to participate okay. in those types of events. Any okay. type of social event to where children will be, okay. um, that is prohibited. Right. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. So um, I know that there's a variety of different ways that you can locate or whatever if you wanted to stay away from a home. That just to, to reinforce that several different websites yeah, out so there. take a look at that and you know if that's if that's something that you of, of concern to you one is make sure you're with your kids go you know take them out now if, if you're one of those 70 percent that don't uh, that don't go out with your kids hopefully it's an older kid that you're sending out what kind of things do you want to take make sure that you cover with them um, have them share with you their intended route um, oh, okay. Many times I uh, have gotten a lot of positive feedback from my kids, other kids. Hey, guys, take pictures as you go. Oh, 
Tell yeah. me where you're at. Right. I'd love to see the fun that you're having. Keep okay. firing dad pictures on the way. Right. I want to see fun costumes. I want to see crazy things. Whatever. The coolest house you can find is one of the pictures I want to see. Okay. Now, with that being said, it gives you a timestamp of where your child's at, oh, how right, well they're right. doing. Because not all of us have the luxury of being at home. Not all right. of the parents have the luxury of being at home yeah. uh, and being able to go. That right. 70% is not always so much a neglectful parent right. or a deadbeat yeah. parent. Right. It's a parent that is working hard day in and day out to right. provide a great life for their child. Yeah. But that requires them to be at work yeah. Uh, yeah. or military or maybe their first responder and they can't right. go. And they can't go. Yeah. I've been in that situation several times over. Me too. <laughs> over Me too. a career. So I totally understand that. Chip. I want to say thank you very much. I think you've given us a lot of good, insightful information to help us with Halloween. It's been absolutely awesome. I would love to have you back and talk about some of these different areas of expertise that you have. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Well, thank you very much. This season and any others, be sure and trust your sixth sense. That is one of the things that's never going to let you down. Trust that sixth sense. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Now, uh, we'll we'll take a quick commercial break here. I'll come back, answer any questions that we've received over the week, and uh, answer any questions that you might have for uh, for us here today. Uh, You're listening to Safety is Your First Choice on the Voice America uh, Radio Network Variety Channel. You can reach us at safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com or safetyisyourfirstchoice on Facebook. Again, thank you. We'll be right back after the break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy in the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. Make sure you're uh, sending in your questions, questions, concerns, what you'd like, uh, show topics. Uh, you see something on your everyday life and you want to know a little bit more about it or the inside scoop of what it is, send us, a, send us, our quest- send us the question at safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. We'd be more than happy to uh, get on there and, and uh, figure everything out for you and get the right people in here to answer those questions for you. Also, we have uh, we have our variety page, um, the Voice America Radio. I have a, a a page on the Variety Channel there, so you can also uh, put in some put in your questions and concerns there as well. There's multiple ways you can reach us: Facebook, uh, the Variety page, of uh, Voice America Radio, and Safety is Your First Choice on Gmail.com. So, yeah, a lot of information. You know, a lot of information about Halloween safety. Some aspects I didn't even think of. You know, I've been out there, my oldest child's 13, so I was out uh, trick-or-treating for several years now as a parent and just never really even thought about some of these things. And it's uh, looking at uh, more of these statistics. Uh, it says 65% of parents don't discuss Halloween safety with their children. You know, we talk about all kinds of different things with our children. You know, we want them to be safe and this, that, and the other. But the one time where we're sending them out and we're letting them run through the neighborhoods, run out at night, they're little, they're short, some of them are small. They, you can't see their heads over the, uh, the hood. So if they run out in front of a vehicle, they may or may not be able to be seen. You know, the, so one of those most dangerous times for kids out there, we already discussed or already mentioned that uh, kids are two and a half times more likely or two times more likely to be killed in a traffic accident on Halloween. But 65 percent of parents don't discuss Halloween safety with their children. Yeah, it doesn't seem to make sense. Right. So we need to make sure that we're taking care of that. We're trying to change that. We're trying to get the word out. We're trying to do something with safety and get your get making sure that safety is your first choice. Uh, one of the other statistics that I see here is that 52% of motor vehicle deaths on Halloween involve alcohol. Oh, alcohol-related in, uh, accidents happen a lot. We uh, we need to be mindful of that. You know, we need to stop drinking and driving. Okay, we need to choose other, make uh, better decisions in that area. Safety is your first choice there. Okay, so you know we talked about some of those. Uh, like I say, like to say, common sense from an industry expert. Okay, that's to them. That's just common sense because they've been in that industry for for years, right? And we we're kind of the outside looking in on this industry. You know, the police on the police force and what a police officer deals with and, and sees and knows, right? So some of the things that I'd like to just say. Um, uh, pulled up some diff- uh, from some some information. So for costume safety, all costume wigs accessories should be fire resistant. You would think that that's a standard. 
you know, and I believe there are some standards for that. Sometimes these, uh, sometimes these costumes may not be up to code. Okay, but you want to take a look and and kind of research that. Make sure that uh, your costumes are fire resistant. We'd hate to have an issue with that. Avoid masks, uh, which can obstruct vision. I talked about that. They like to see. We'd like to see more face paint. Okay, do some do some fun things with some face paint. Get get creative with that and get uh, put put things on that way versus using a mask that can block vision for the child. If children are allowed out after dark, fasten reflective tape to their costumes and bags or give them glow sticks. Kids love glow sticks anyway. So if we grab a, you buy a pack of those and you pop them and have those out, handing them out to the kids, they'll be more than happy to carry them with them. Now, if we, if we say, hey, you need to take this flashlight and use it and shine it because it's going to keep you safe, the kids are more, less likely to want to actually utilize it. We give them a glow stick and make it a fun thing for them, hey, they're more, li- they're more likely to use that and, uh, and toss it back and forth with each other or just make sure that they hold on to it and have it with them. You can tie it onto them, you can tie it to their bag, whatever. Uh, when, when buying Halloween makeup, make sure it's non-toxic. It always tests in a small area first. So you're going to take that makeup just like you do, just like you would do for yourself, okay? You would do that, uh, get that makeup and put it on uh, a certain spot small area just to make sure that it doesn't react to your skin or you're not allergic to anything with it okay so you want to make sure you have that as well non-toxic makeup remove all makeup before childs go to bed to prevent skin and eye irritation you know we do this all for ourselves all the time you know when you wear makeup ladies and uh, you want to make sure that you're wiping all that off of them you if you're if you have a a late night trick-or-treating and kids are crashing on you, you still need to take that step to to clear that face or clean that face so that they don't have that uh, chemical left on their face all night long. It can be extremely uh, dangerous or or cause a a severe rash, and you don't want any scarring, things like that. Uh, A responsible adult should accompany young children on the neighborhood rounds. Now, that's something I think is self-explanatory until I saw that 70% of parents don't, uh, don't accompany their child or children on uh, trick-or-treating. So we should send a responsible adult. And like uh, Chip had mentioned, there's a variety of reasons why parents don't accompany their children. It's not just that, like he said, a quote-unquote uh, deadbeat parent or something. They could be working. They have uh, other responsibilities just to give that child the opportunity to go trick-or-treating. So uh, if that's the case, have a, have a responsible adult accompany them. Uh, if your older children are going alone, plan and review a route acceptable to you. You know, Chip's brought up, Chip brought up that, hey, take pictures, send them back. I'd love to see them. Oh, I thought that was a great idea. You know, the timeline and you're able to see where they are, where they're going. I know that there's some of these uh, apps and uh, different tracking software or applications that you can use as well that can help uh, keep track of you. But make it fun. I like that. I like that idea of take some pictures and send them back and find the craziest costume or or house that uh, you can send me a picture of agree on a specific uh, time children should return home so if they don't return home you know there's you need to start looking okay teach your children never to enter a stranger's home or car okay that's that's that stranger danger you know they should know that from from uh, as a child growing up young young kids right so no 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 homes or cars stranger danger 
So these are some of those tips that uh, you could go and find. Uh, children and adults are reminded to put electronic devices down. Keep uh, heads up and walk. Don't run across the street. So even parents. I've, uh, I've seen multiple parents out there. Well, we've seen on, on the Internet people looking down on their phones, walking into uh, ponds or walking into water features in front of buildings, tripping over the curb, things like that, right? At night, when you should be out there watching your children, pay attention to children. Make sure that they're safe, okay? Thank you very much. That's, uh, that's this week's show, Safety is Your First Choice, with your host here, Todd Murray. I want to thank you for listening. Also, hey, send in those questions, comments. We'd be happy to, to answer them for you. Safety is your first choice on gmail.com. Safety is your first choice on Facebook. Look forward to hearing from you again. Take care. Make it a safe week. Thank you so much for tuning in this week for Safety is Your First Choice. Be sure to join host Todd Murray again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, be safe. 